amplified. Alright, welcome to a brand new episode of the Emner Martinez podcast. Different day. Different, totally different day. Totally different day. We're just wearing the same We're clothes. just wearing the same clothes. I just really like We're this very, sweater. Yeah. We're just very, By very the way, this sweater's people. dope. Um, people can get it at the, um, go to the Human Podcast on Instagram. Uh, Julian is the host. Or you can go to AmplifiedDSM.com. Look for the uh, Human Podcast. Click on that. Find him on the social media and... You can order this merch. We're going to put a link on it. I love it. It's cool. He's got cool shit. Nice. And his podcast is dope. So, um, But our next guest, our next guest, see, everybody that I talk to, that I like, we invite, it's really exciting. But I was really excited to talk to Zed Gold, uh, this artist that's... Uh, flown around the world but she somehow landed here she will she talked we'll talk about it um and mainframe studios uh was kind enough to let us borrow their space um mainframe studios is a, a houses artist at a very affordable prices is a non-profit organization um i think it's like over a hundred there's how many i don't know there's a lot of yeah there's a lot it's like a i mean it's almost like a hotel Yes, but it's like, like a super hotel fancy. for like artists. Yeah. yeah, super nice, super clean, remodeled. Like it's it's they're doing it like the real way. So everybody go check out Mainframe Studios, um, or letting us borrow the, their space on uh, to interview Zed Gold. But it kind of was oh, and fitting. Also, like check out their first Friday. Yes, first Friday. <clears throat> yeah, they do. Um, fun. Yeah. Sometimes I DJ there. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Was. Before the pandemic, it was like blowing up. Yeah. And then. And know. I did one uh, right when they reopened everything. Okay. That was yeah. Weird. Slowly. Why? Yeah, oh, it was just home. you know it was like one of the first gigs. Mm -hmm. Um, after the shutdown and so doing things with a mask and I don't know. Yeah, it was yeah, just yeah, weird. yeah. Little yeah. weird. Little bit. But once once this whole pandemic thing is passed, that's a place to go to for any artist uh, or anybody that likes, you know, the arts. There's all kinds of stuff in there. So yeah, shout out to Shaban. Yeah, she's super. Cool. Yeah, everybody's super nice to us. That's good, right? Yeah, yeah. They they need to be for you. Why? Because uh, you know, I, I don't know. I want to bully you every time I see you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I see your back and I just want to push it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> All right, let's get back on track. Um, so, uh, Zed Gold, amazing artist. Check her out. Um, yeah, she's got a really cool style. Yes. Very, very, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, un it's, it's unique. I think that mm -hmm. I would notice that. If I saw something that was made by her, yeah. I would probably recognize it. Yes. It's it's uh when some when I mean you run into some art and you're like okay I can relate that to another artist right mm -hmm. like you can kind of put them together and be like oh this is mm -hmm. a very you know pop blah 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 um, but hers like she's she's kind of she's kind of carving a little style of her own right, isn't right. it yeah. yeah so that's what was uh, I was very interested in um, and go check out her 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 work obviously she's uh, an amazing artist great person. Um, what else? Nothing. Let's go. That's it. Nothing. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, thank you for making time for, for us. Um, okay, so this is the, I was asking my wife, I'm like, so Zet, gold, is that your artist name or your like? That's my artist that's name. That's your artist People name. I always get thrown off by that. Okay, because my real name's Elizabeth. Okay. Because you know. she's like, I think that's her name. And I'm like, if that's her name, that is the coolest name I've ever that's, heard. That's the thing. That Everyone is. always gets excited like when they hear that. And then when they hear it's not, they're like, oh, it's I'm so <laughs> disappointed. And it's like, I just feel so what? bad. Why is it gold? Uh, well, Lizette was the nickname that I grew up with. Okay, and okay. And during college, it got cut even shorter to Zet. I don't know if people were just getting lazy, but it was like, okay, Zet. And then Gold was kind of like the pen name that I would sign off in my journals. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, um, so we were talking about um, where we live and where we come from. So from Vegas, you moved to Iowa. Um, but your heritage, where, where, what's your... Ethnic background. Yeah. Um, so actually, I was uh, born in Saudi Arabia in the Middle East. Okay. And my parents are Filipino, so they moved from the Philippines to Saudi Arabia. I was born there, lived there for about eight years, and then moved to San Diego with the rest of my dad's family. And we lived there for about three years, and then we transitioned into Vegas because they were building new houses. Mm -hmm. And so we are like, why not? And so we moved to Vegas. So does your, and the reason why I ask is, um, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of your art. Thank you. So um, does your background, does that play a role in your art? Kind of. I mean, like, um, I would say it does because it's not a common career choice, I guess you could say. Like, if, you, if I would ask, you know, like a bunch of Filipinos, like, you know, like, how many Filipino artists do you know? They're probably, like, not that many. I mean, mm -hmm. most... I would say um, most people would pick like nursing or something a little bit more secure. So um, growing up, I didn't even think that I would be an artist. It was not really a choice that I had for myself. It was kind of like, yeah, I might get into nursing. I might do medicine or something a little bit more secure. And then going into college, I thought I was going to do music. Didn't mm -hmm. end up doing that. Um, and then I chose graphic design because it was like, okay, it's safe but mm -hmm. i am still somewhat doing something creative but um yeah i definitely felt that at times where i was like man i'm like the one filipina person in my group of friends mm -hmm. that's doing art which is it's rare i mean it's becoming more common now but during the time it was like it's super rare mm -hmm. so. so um when did you decide okay art is like I'm an artist, I, I because you do you do installations too, right? Yeah, you do. I do a mix of everything. Right, right. Um, for me, it was I, it's gonna sound pretty recent, but like even doing graphic design, like I wasn't really painting or anything, and so during college, I kind of just tried out graphic design because again, like what I was saying, I was like, well, it's kind of secure, kind of creative. And then, this is gonna sound so crazy, so during that time, um, I had one of my cousins who kind of introduced me into street art. Okay. And then, so I started doing some research on that, and I don't know if I was just, like, at a phase of my life, but I got into doing street art for a little bit. There had been a point where I told my little brother, like, who's two years younger than me, I was like, yo, would you be down to hit up some walls? Mm -hmm, and like. Mm -hmm vandalized pretty much <laughs> and so we started doing that and um we started uh going to trains and mm. doing like wheat pace and tagging um 
and things like that. Again, art was still not something that I took really serious. It was kind of just for fun. And eventually, like doing the tag ups and the wheat paste carried off, uh, carried on to campus, and I started doing it around the art department, which I knew was, you know, like it's like technically you're not supposed to be doing that, but I started doing that just to, I don't know, at times just to kill time and at mm -hmm. times to like, I don't know, get a conversation going. And then one of my professors, you know, they see my work all the time in my sketchbooks and um, he was like, hey, are you the one doing all this stuff on the walls? And I thought I was gonna get in trouble. I was like, oh snap. <laughs> And then he encouraged me to do the BFA program, and I think that was kind you of you incriminated yourself by doing the same style of <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't. I was, again, I was also pretty like, well, I, they're gonna eventually figure out. But it was kind of like I wasn't trying to upset anybody. Mm -hmm. I think it, I really did want to create that conversation, and eventually, yeah, I was encouraged to do the BFA program, and it's a one-year program where you're pretty much exploring like what do you want to do in art and that was when I realized like you know what? I'm, I guess I'm okay at this like why don't we <laughs> well, why don't we try it out and so since then that's kind of been when I've been doing art so um your style like so because you have a style there's how would you describe it I don't know that's, um my style it's weird because some people do point that out where it's like man it's so distinct and um, I can look at my stuff where it's like, man, I feel like it's kind of all over the place. Um, a lot of the influences, I would say, is like, yes, yeah, street art. Um, a lot of the influences also come from like uh, skateboarding culture, where it's mm -hmm. like you see these graphics on the boards and on um, on clothes. And I would best describe my style as like uh, maybe whimsical, but even okay. then, it's not entirely that. I would say it's just like all over the place. Is is there so did it did it evolve into where it is now? It's because it looks like you've kind of um, honed it in, right? Yes, I mean there's um, it's weird because like you know people do say like yeah you have a style, but for me it, I feel like I'm still working at it. You know, mm -hmm. um, it it, ta it takes a lot. Of it took me a lot of time to get to where I'm at right now, and it's it's like you know, doing research and just like seeing what I enjoy, like seeing what works with like, I don't know, even the way that it, like my hand just hits the paper. It's, it's, yeah. How, how, what is your process? Do you sketch a lot or, or are you just go into the depends. canvas? It depends. Um, a lot of my process, man, if people would see it, would be like, man, you spend a lot of time just thinking. And mm -hmm. usually it starts with like journal journal entries, which is like what I call bird watching, mm -hmm. which is it's this idea of standing background and making observations. And so usually it starts off with like um, making observations and then like just thinking about my ideas. And sometimes that can take up to a couple days before I even can start drafting out something. Um, and then, it, again, it also depends on the project. Like if I'm working for clients, um, mm -hmm. it's like a step-by-step -step process for my own personal work. Um, usually I have to get to a point where like something does trigger me to just go at it pretty much. And so usually it'll be like a sketch and with painting, it'll kind of be like, um, just start working with the material and then just almost like get to this point where you like black out and mm -hmm. just like start adding all sorts of details on whatever you know surface I'm working on so is it is it is it saying something is it because 
And this is not it. So I'm looking at it, and it. Uh, I mean, it looks like if you <laughs> if you take a good uh, hit of acid or <laughs> you do <laughs> mushrooms, then you're like, it's a great um, piece to look at. Yeah. Um, but it also can be like children's, like. Yeah. It, is it saying something? Like it is saying. I mean, there's some pieces where it is saying something, and there's some pieces where it's literally just for enjoyment. Mm -hmm. I mean. There's some pieces where, you know, I'm trying to maybe crack a joke at something. Okay. Um, but I feel like that, too. Like, um, I like that my work can be enjoyed by children, but also adults. Yeah. Like, and I, I, that's, I think that's what I enjoy most is that, you know, kids can be like, oh, that's so fun. But an adult can look at that same painting and go, I totally can relate to that. Okay. You know? What, has, uh, what is the... Um feedback that stuck with you from people that um, appreciate your art? Um, I think the, the feedback that has stuck to me is, you know, like things like, simple things like, oh, you inspire me, or like things like, I totally get it, or mm -hmm. man, I can relate to that, because that, man, like, I, like, you know how they say, like, a painting says a thousand words, like, mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. literally it, and um, things like that keep me going. Yeah, so you use a lot of color, too. I do. So, um, is that, do, do you pick the color before you start? Or? It depends. If I'm low on material, then we're going to go, yeah. <laughs> okay. But um, I think right now, actually, I'm trying to be more precise about my color palettes, but um, for the most part, uh, I try to stick to a primary color palette because mm -hmm. that's, you know, the basic. Um, but um, yeah, I, I try not to limit myself too. Mm -hmm. But have has anybody told you that that your your stuff is like political or uh, that or has anybody told you that it's uh, dark? Yes, I mean there was. If you see my older works, again they're mostly archives. But if you see like my college phase, mm -hmm. you would just say, "Man, Zet was going through a tough <laughs> time. Everything was so dark." <laughs> um, and I think there, there is again a, that was a phase of my life where I was just like, "Man, I just need to say something. Like I had to mm -hmm. say something about this." And um, you know, I was trying to say it with my work, so it was really loud. I would say um, it's funny too because my mom, she has seen my work, and so has my dad. But they both have said, um, looking at my older works and then comparing it to now, they'll be like, you're so much happier. I could just tell. Okay. Like, your colors uh, are more happier. Yeah, but okay. before, it was like black everything. <laughs> it was just like, like the, I don't know, like goth <laughs> phase of my <laughs> life. Everything was just so dark. Everything. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty scary. So, so it has evolved into this like really colorful, because you like use pastels. And yeah, I use a bunch of different colors, but I think it's also a reflection of like, how, um, you know, how I've grown as a person and how, like, now I, the way I choose to perceive things, you mm -hmm. know? You know, when you're young, you're just like, man, everything's against me. There's yeah. nothing I can do. And then now you're just like, you know what? Like, maybe it's not that big of a deal or maybe I don't have to be mad about it. Or, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And so, yeah, the colors have evolved. <laughs> so, yes, they, they're like, they make you happy. When you're looking at your paintings, there's like a happy feeling that, so. com that comes with it. But then I also if so. you look at them closer, you're like, whoa, this is, there's a little wickedness in there. There is a little bit of it. Yeah. And I think Why is that? Where does that come from? Um, I think, well, that too, like when I'm creating a story, there's, so many stories within a story like mm -hmm. you know what i mean like even when i'm creating more than one character in a story it's like i'm constantly thinking about like what is this person going through or sometimes like 
the different characters are kind of like where my different emotions are split off, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Some parts would be like, man, I'm kind of angry about this, or like, or you know, there's so the, obviously there's self-expression. You're, you're. Yes. There's a lot of you in there. There is. Now I sound like I'm like schizophrenia. <laughs> like just like put all these characters with all these. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's really cool. I mean, the the, yeah. the stuff is very original, and Thank you. Um, but you've you've also gotten into like murals, right? Yes. Um, and there's one on Sixth Avenue, mm-hmm. uh, which is lucky for us. Like that's, I drive through that street literally five times a day. Oh, that's awesome! So I get to see it all the time. Um, so I know the person that you you know worked with to help mm-hmm. put that together, which is Brian Bonanno and Third Space, but. Um, and I heard a little bit about, there's a little bit of controversy that happened during that. Yes. Um, if you don't mind, like, if there's, mm-hmm. can, you, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I can talk a little bit about it. Um, so that was really interesting. It was a little bit heartbreaking. Um, just because, like, I mean, I, like, I wasn't trying to make, like, a political statement with it. Mm-hmm. And there had been a comment um, that it was, like, somebody was offended because mm-hmm. it's this, like, Again, I wasn't finished, so they just see this giant watermelon, watermelon yeah. with the chains on it, mm-hmm. and you know, there's, you know, people have so many ideas of that, and I, I mm-hmm. totally understand that. I did not want to disregard that, mm-hmm. and um, I was just taken back by it because it was like, you know, I, like, I didn't have the intention of trying to offend mm-hmm. anyone. For me, it was kind of like I'm expi- excited to be able to share this with that community, right, like, right, you know, right. like that's exciting to be able to do that. And so I remember Brian Bonanno coming up to me and being like, yeah, some, I'm, I don't want to tell you. And I was like, no, just tell me. Yeah, yeah. You need to tell me. <laughs> now you got to tell you me. Know, you have to tell me. Like, you already started. Yeah. And so he told me, he's like, well, somebody was offended um, that it was a watermelon dragon is what they mm-hmm. called it, I guess, mm-hmm. um, in handcuffs. And mm-hmm. I was like, no. That wasn't it. Uh-huh. Like that totally wasn't it. And I had to take a pause because I was like, well, you know, that's that that wasn't the message. Like, but maybe I should redo everything mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just so that nobody does get offended. But then I was talking to a few more people, and um, they're like, no, 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 no. Like, if if you change it, then you're that's totally what you were trying to say. Right, like, right, or, right. And I, I was just like really confused by it, a little bit hurt because it was like, man, like. I wish they would have just talked to me as a person because mm-hmm. if you meet me as a person, you wouldn't be like, man, that's so me. Like, you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And um, so then I hit, you know, Brian was like, just finish, you just, just keep going at it. And yeah. um, then, you know, there's this um, African-American man who uh-huh. came up to me and uh, he was like, this is cool. Um, well, and he was snapping photos and I got a little bit nervous because then he goes, well, what does this mean? Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, snap, maybe this is the guy. Okay. Um, and I was like, uh, well, I was just trying to create a story. And uh, I was like, can I ask you a question? I personally want to ask you, mm-hmm. are you offended by this? Mm-hmm. And he was like, what? What do you mean? And he was like, so I told him a little bit about what happened. And I was like, well, somebody was just like, well, it's a watermelon. Mm-hmm. Um and I guess somebody said it was watermelon in handcuffs. And he was like, no, I didn't even see it as that. And, you know, that's the thing with art. Like, you're always going to be wrong in somebody else's eyes. Yeah. Like, someone's always going to want to be offended. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess you got to just, you know, make that decision for yourself. And yeah. so for me, I was just like, well, I'm going to finish it. It's 
gonna be great and you know what like if they want to have that conversation they can have that conversation because yeah. i think and in a way that's kind of what art is right like it's supposed to someone's always gonna get mad spark you know some kind I mean? of thought yeah like i've definitely had comments on my stuff before where it was like that that looks like something else and it was like well that says a lot about you you know what i mean or like i don't know like sometimes you just have to talk it out and you know if you would have changed it do you think you would have like abandoned your your work in a way or like let your work down a little bit um gave yes into no. the pressure because i can also i can always adjust but mm -hmm. i think for me i was more so feeling a little bit discouraged like man like now i just feel because it was your like, first it was your is your first uh mural or have you done a mural no before? i did a one mural prior okay but um that that comment was just like man like like what now like if <laughs> if i put like what other fruit is offensive you know and I yeah. mean, like, I just didn't know because now I was just, like, over, you know, for a couple days I was, like, overthinking it of, like, okay, like, how do I make these features on the character? Like, now do I have to be careful yeah, with yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know you do, there's a, there, there's a certain point where you do kind of have to be careful and make sure you do your research. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. But that totally wasn't the point. I mean, the original sketch, too, if we can go back a little bit, is, so the original sketch that I had originally planned for that wall mm -hmm. was going to be, like, this, um, watermelon crocodile and in chains mm -hmm. and then it was going to be a person on the back who was pretty much like slaying the crocodile and it mm -hmm. was going to say hometown hero mm -hmm. and the idea behind it was going to be like you know it's okay to just be a hometown hero like mm -hmm. that's that's more than enough but then going into space it was like okay we're gonna have to adjust and like remove some details mm -hmm. and so that aspect of it was completely removed oh and okay so now you just got like a like a crocodile boat of fruits right and, right, right right yeah and like different characters but um, what did you learn from that experience I've, like I've learned that it's important to have conversations like mm -hmm. and not to be scared to say like because I remember saying to Brian well let her know like if she wants to talk like mm -hmm. I'm totally more than happy because I think sometimes you just need to get to know somebody before you assume anything. And that too, I, I like one thing I learned about that is like stand behind your work. Like, right. Trust your gut. Like right. if you if you know like in your heart and soul like that was not your intention. Like mm -hmm. don't be scared. Like cause that's the thing. Someone's always gonna say something. Yeah. Someone's always gonna get offended. Someone's always gonna say like, hey that looks a little funny, you know, but you, you just gotta do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um the art scene in Des Moines, um, you know, it's um, it's been underground for years. Maybe ten years mm -hmm. ago, would you know, fifteen years ago was completely underground, very rare. And it started. There's a little bit of uh, evolution, uh, and Mainframe Studios is one of those places that's kind of helping, you know, uh, artists. Um, but the reason why I'm saying that, um, being a working artist is not the easiest thing it's not to it's get here right it's a sacrifice. can you speak on that a little bit like what is the the struggles of an artist uh to eventually make you know make a living out of it um that's the thing like i would say you know people always say like that's so cool that that you're doing art um and trying to hustle pretty much mm -hmm. and it's for me the one thing that like made me choose this career choice is like man like you know, this is something I'm really good at, and this mm -hmm. is something that I know I can keep growing in and keep challenging myself in. Um, 
And it's hard because, yeah, like, you know, sometimes, like, you've got people who are not willing to pay as much as they should. Mm -hmm. But then for me, it's, like, sometimes it's, like, dang, I I just, like, just want to help. And I don't, like, sometimes that's my downfall is that I just, like, want to help. Mm -hmm. And it's tough. It's it's tough. Um, But for me, like, my goal as an artist, here's the thing. Like, I always see art as a tool versus, Mm -hmm. like, being an artist is my identity, if that makes sense. So it's the reason why I was getting to this is because um, so you come from Vegas, mm-hmm. right? So like the Vegas art scene compared to the Des Moines art scene compared oh. to the like LA scene. So that's like in Des Moines, um, you know, th- that's the legit struggle of an artist. Like a lot of people are just doing things voluntary, and and people the culture is almost like let's collaborate for free so yes. there's never like a uh, an economy be built around it because people are just wanting to build their portfolio and yeah. do this for free because it'll help you and then it's just there's never like a it's like unfortunate because that does happen and you kind of have to draw the line at certain points like you know there are some collaborations where it's like right. i understand your position like mm-hmm. we're good friends and like i clearly understand where you're coming from but you also have to have a meeting point where it feels fair yeah um the difference with vegas is uh it, it is a little bit more corporate mm-hmm. in a way like where i don't really well now looking back at it it's like um, during the time that I was there, it was like, yeah, I don't really see my stuff fitting into mm-hmm. that environment. And um, but here in Des Moines, in comparison, I would say Des Moines is extremely supportive as far okay. as, at least from my experience. I know I've heard different stories, but it is tough for artists because you know there's people who just assume that it is an easy job. Mm-hmm. But I think if somebody were to go into my space and watch me like do my work they'd be like oh my gosh like you don't get sleep or like Mm -hmm. did you even get up to eat or something you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. um and again it is a sacrifice it really is a sacrifice the so this this, the artists that i've met they um a problem that i see with artists is uh is that they're so passionate about their art and there's so much love and and uh they they don't want to uh, dirty it with like money, mm-hmm. um, so so they were they don't care if they work for free mm-hmm. because their uh, enrichment is by doing the work and creating something beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. So how did you how did you um, how are you able to manage that where it's like you're still f- like being fully artistic and, mm-hmm. and and creative and expressive, but also having that business sense where it's like, I got to make a living. I gotta yeah, pay my bills. I, mean, I think it has to come down to that where it's like, okay, I kind of have to swallow my pride mm-hmm, a little bit mm-hmm. and say that like, yeah, like I do have to work with certain groups of people. Um, my work is a little bit more split off in a sense of like, I do have my personal work, which is more so, um, you know, like my decisions and like what I want to do. But then I do actually like editorial work for other people okay. or just like commission projects, which I think it's nice to have that division of like, okay, this is client work. And mm-hmm. I've kind of trained my brain to see that like, okay, this is your stuff, but like, this is like work, work. Mm-hmm. And then there's my stuff, which is like, okay, like I enjoy doing this for me. And if I make income from that, well, that's nice too. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, like I think I've learned to just kind of. Split it's a it tough off. line, right? It it's is. A, it is because there's some projects too where you're like, 
man, I don't want to draw the face the way that you told me to draw the face. But, you, you know, and you kind of had, to, again, going back to, like, having that conversation and explaining why. Yeah. But, um, yeah, sometimes just ha- talking to your client and being like, yeah. Have you turned down some work? That yes. You're like, yeah, I'm not with that. Um, yeah, there's some um, works that I've um, done where it was like, um, sometimes due to time constraints, and I'm just like, man, I kind of have too many projects okay. on hand. But there have been some where I was like, yeah, that I'm not really doing that right mm-hmm. now. I mean, I'm flattered that you can see my work fitting for your idea. But it, like, yeah, I don't know. I think there was one client that said, um, hey, because uh, I had been doing some cover art for some musicians. And uh, it was somebody who was releasing, not to call anyone out either, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it was um, somebody who was releasing, I think, an album or an EP. And he was like, uh, can you it was, can you just make like this split off where it was like like a dark side and then like a street where there's like tagging on it and then like angel wings and like and I was just like I yeah I don't think I would you know because if you know that you're not the fit like yeah don't like just take the job because you mm-hmm. wanted to get money hungry real quick yeah, and yeah. so I had to just be like hey I just don't think. I'm a perfect fit for this, or yeah. I'm not the right fit, at least. Yeah. Um, so do, do you, you said you have some work that you're kind of working on. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have murals that you're working on? or what? Are you I have on? a mural coming up in April, and that one's going to be in Creston again. Okay. Okay. I can't spill too many details yet because I'm still kind of waiting to hear it from that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was another mural that I was waiting on to see if I had even gotten the the gig okay and so I didn't get that specific one but they had offered a new one for it's gonna sound like a long time but it's not till next summer because of Mm -hmm. the fact that it's the the space is still under construction oh okay but yeah there's that and then there's like the client work that I'm currently working on as well as like my personal work what what do you what do you want people like how do you um, what do you want people to take away from your work when they see it. Is there something that you, like... Um... Yeah, there's a lot of things. I mean, there's there's definitely a lot of things. I think um, one thing I really want to be able to do with my work is to be able to challenge people to, I don't know, like, look at things from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, like, um, even, like, you know, you get, I always say this to people, like, your brain gets trained to see the world one way, mm-hmm. but sometimes you have to learn how to see it a different way, and I hope that I can do that with my work when somebody looks at, um, for example, I guess for, you know, for an example, mm-hmm. um, so I'm already currently working on, like, this little sketch of a mouse, and the, okay. it was inspired because I was in the garage the other day, and... Um, I had seen a mouse, like, run through the garage. And so, you know, you kind of think, oh, yeah, just a random mouse. And so I started thinking up a story of, like, well, what is the mouse going through? Or, like, what Mm -hmm. is he thinking? And and things like that. Like, I want to challenge people to wonder. Like, you know, I think sometimes also as an adult, you forget to do that or you forget Mm -hmm. to have fun with those little things. And with my work, um, it always makes me happy when somebody looks at it like, oh, that's so funny. Like, I didn't think about that or like um just things like that like uh that's that's really what I ultimately want people to take away from my work is just like yeah I didn't think of looking at mm-hmm. that situation in that in that light yeah so, and, yeah. Th- and th- I can tell you that it does that because um 
There's one that like there's it looks like the, some aliens are on a bus like there it looks like a bus ride. Oh, okay, um, so that one. Really okay, so that one. one was um, my husband and I were just recently talking about that one. Um, that one was actually a gift for my brother and his girlfriend, and they just had gotten a dog. And they're these super cool people um, out in New York right now. And I was just like, what is the perfect narrative for them? Or like what is fitting and so in my mind i just created this story and like give them these cool like space outfits because yeah. they just give me that vibe like they're just mm-hmm. so cool okay and so yeah like even that where um like just creating stories from people i know and so how long does it take you to make one of those oh it depends it totally depends that one's a digital illustration so there's it's just so much more forgiving like you can press undo and redo okay, things okay, a million okay. times and so those ones actually take way longer just because you can edit and keep working at it for like however long you want oh i see i see i see yeah I see. it's it's not it's, it's a longer for me at least some people say oh it's easier it's quicker and it is but um it, i guess it depends on how precise you're trying to get because if you get you can get over obsessive about it and that's just literally every, what happens okay. i mean you, you see it it's yeah like, yeah yeah i was getting pretty obsessive with it for a little bit um <laughs> Versus, like, yeah, paintings, like, actual paintings, once the paint is down and it's dry, like, it's not as forgiving. So you said it's digital, so, so, mm-hmm. and I was going to ask you about, the like, your colors, because they're, they're pretty, you know, you don't see them all the time, I guess, so, so where do you prefer, <laughs> uh, like, the, I like both. the digital world, I like or, like, the, the, the real I, paint? I enjoy world. both, and it depends, again, on the project that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy like uh, traditional because like the textures are different like I know that there's a lot of new um, programs coming out where they're you know they have all these different brushes and it's kind of like the actual but it's never going to be quite the same Mm -hmm. and so I do enjoy both I I know for a little bit I was like man I hate digital like they're trying to take over like that's not real (laughs) art and then getting more into illustration it was like well you can use it to your liking like Mm -hmm. you know you can make it work with your style and that took me a while to get used to but I I enjoy both because I feel like there's ways to incorporate both in certain projects so it's hard for me to pick like which one's my favorite because both it just depends on like what you're using it for right mm-hmm. how does a, an artist um well right now with the pandemic usually it would be an art gallery right yeah to showcase one's work mm-hmm. um how are artists navigating now with internet just <laughs> like social media, social media. Like just, i mean you see social media right now is like flooding with everything and so i think that's i mean the internet is great for that where you know people are sharing like constantly from mm-hmm. all over the place mm-hmm. but i think that's kind of the main way that people have been sharing is just like via internet and so so are you are you in i'm so you you've been all over the place but mm-hmm. vegas was the last place that you were at yeah you've been in iowa for three years is this like a permanent move like are you calling it at home or? i think so i think so i mean my husband and I have talked about like yeah maybe we might want to check out another place for a little bit but I think we would come back to Iowa like Iowa is is so different like in the sense of that you know I'm coming from a like a big city and then coming here where it's really quiet um I actually enjoy that a lot Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is weird because for me it was just like I don't I didn't realize how much I am such a homebody where it's like yeah I do enjoy being outside the house like as much as I, you know, when I was younger, I thought like, oh yeah, I want to go where there's a lot of coffee shops and a lot of places to go to, 
and fast forward to now, I'm like, <laughs> kind of makes me anxious to sit in a coffee shop. I can't even really work because I'm just like observing everybody and yeah. watching everybody. So I think for for now, yeah, my answer would be that like we, we probably are going to stay in Iowa. For a little bit. For a little bit. <laughs> Unless something crazy comes up where it's just like, yeah, like why not try something out? But I think we would still come back to Iowa. Yeah, yeah. Is there moments where you uh, find more inspiration in? Yeah. Um, I, it's... It's crazy for me because um, I would say the moments that I'm extremely inspired are when it's the toughest times for me. Like, okay. well, yeah, because then, you know, like, again, I'm trying to write these stories from different perspectives and, you know, um, going through tough times, like, you know, sometimes it motivates me to work harder or mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. you know, how can I, again, look at this from a different perspective and how can I cope with a situation? So. For me, sometimes it's like, man, this month is tough. Like, I'm inspired, <laughs> or like. It's so weird. when you're like, when you like have the blues, when you're hurt emotionally, yeah. is that yeah, when you, you make find the best work? Like yeah. you do, because it just like it helps you. It's also like this process of problem solving almost mm -hmm. during that process of creating work. Like, you know, you've thought about it so much that you're kind of over it at a sense uh, at a certain point where it's like, yeah, it's thought about this. I've made work about it. I'm over it. Yeah. You know. Like, I mean, I mean you think about people writing music, people write the best music exactly. after a heartbreak. Yeah, so. that's what I was going to say. The best yeah. music has been, uh, um, uh, you know, where the greatest songs come from, like, the most darkest places yeah. from people. Yeah. So, um, Well, I want to thank you for, for making time. I know we've never met before, but I've been <laughs> yeah. a, a fan of yours for uh, at least since you started that, that, uh, that mural, which was... Maybe a couple of years ago, right? It's crazy to think that it's already been a couple of right, years. Right, yeah. right, right. So um, I look forward to, you know, seeing your new work. Um, and anybody that wants to contact you for uh, work, what is the best way to? Um, just on Instagram or on my website, which is on my Instagram. But okay. you can contact me through there. The Zet Gold, Z -E -T. Z -Gold yeah. Just Zet Gold, just Z T G O L D. I know there's like a radio station, I think, that's under that same name. But okay. Zet Gold should be, I should be the first one that you pops up. You should be up. the one that pops I up. I would hope so. <laughs> okay, all right. And you're, oh, you're for hire. Yes, I am for hire. <laughs> all right, well, thank you again, and uh, hope we talk again soon. Thank you for having me. All right, there you have it. Zed Gold, amazing artist. And people shouldn't take for, for granted, like, that we have local talent like that here. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot. And that's one of the things that Mainframe helps. Uh, uh, I think Mainframe is going to be a pivotal point for the art scene here in Des Moines. And I don't think it, I mean, it is being a uh, oh, big, big change. Time. I think Des Moines is uh, pretty big on art. Like, yeah, yeah, it punches over its weight. I heard somebody say that. Punches over and I mean the I've, Papa I've John's always, planet, the yeah. Papa John's, the Papa John's uh, sculpture park. That's pretty. Yeah, it's a lot. I, I mean the the art festival here in town is huge. Mm -hmm. It's I, one of the biggest in the nation. You would never expect it. Yeah, and it's pretty big. But the the local scene though, the local art right, scene right. needs to be like more robust. Mm -hmm. I think. So I want to thank everybody uh, for you know anybody that works on this that makes it happen, that lets us borrow those places and people, the guests that come. Thank you for uh, putting all the work and 
the twins that are helping the us. Twins that get to listen to this. Yeah, garbage. Get to listen. <laughs> no, not garbage. We're garbage. Yeah, we're yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, we're garbage. That's low. <laughs> that's very low. Yeah. All right. So thank you everybody for listening to this episode. Thank you for set to set goal. Thank you to Good Vibes. Thank you to Mainframe Studios. We'll see you guys soon.